Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Red Pill Tamales, baby boy. It's your boy Chingo Bling. What's up, man? We got producer Rob in the building. What it do, everybody? Long time no chat to. Hell yeah, man. Um, I just got back from California. Shout out to everybody who came out to the shows. Uh, beautiful theater, historic theater. Uh, they turned it into the Covina Laugh Factory. Um, couldn't ask for a better weekend. I mean, sure, we could have sold it out, but hey, it's a new club. Um and I jumped on a couple podcasts while I was out there. Shout out to American Cholo. Shout out to Rhodium Radio. A lot of good feedback on those. And my next stop is San Diego, California. Pull up on your boy. Drop the mic. Comedy Club. It's also a new club, man. Whole bunch of new first time. Uh, Marisol will be with me as well. If, if there's any ladies from her world, any her soldiers, pull up on us. How you been, brother? In San Diego, California. <clears throat> uh, good, man. Hey, were you an Anchorman fan of, uh, you know, th- those movies, Anchorman and Anchorman 2? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like Will Ferrell. Yeah. I-, I think I only saw part one, though. Okay, yeah. I don't think I watched part two either. Just I don't think it would live up to the <laughs> hype. I didn't even know they made a part two, bro, to be honest. Exactly. That's why you know it wasn't that good, right? Uh, good, mm-hmm. man. Except last night, in the middle of the night, I woke up and uh, I was like, man, I'm hot. And I turned the AC down more than uh, I tried to go back to bed. And I couldn't go back to bed. And I was progressively getting hotter and hotter. And my throat started to hurt. And the first thing I could think was, do I have Omicron B, A, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, or whatever it's called? Yeah. So uh, yeah. I took some it's Mucinex. Like it's not like you're going to start rapping. So, so what happened? You took Mucinex? <laughs> I just took some Mucinex, man, and like let some of this you know, congestion kind of drain or whatever. And I feel fine now. But last night, dude, you ever, you ever, you ever feel so hot that you're cold? So hot that you're cold. Yeah. You mean like body chills? Yes. Yeah, but for some reason, I don't associate body chills with I'm hot. I just I just associate body chills with I feel I'm cold and I want to put a hoodie on and sweat out whatever I got. Yeah, that's essentially what happened, right? Like you you know that you need to sweat it out, but also like I, I'm kind of shivering. And am I cold or am I not cold? I don't know. Dude. I know I, I managed to bring up my tonsils um, every time. And guess what? Um, I don't know, man. Like, every time I've had the Rona, it, it's pretty much on par with what I would have all the time with my tonsils. Mm. Like, it, when they'd get infected and you got the fever and the body chills and all that crap. Yeah. So, that cabron. Yeah, hopefully it's just a 24-hour bug. I feel fine. I feel better now than I did last night. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, man, uh, how goes it? How's the road been? I know you've been a busy man. Man, e- extremely busy, bro. Like, just, uh, man, it, I, I knew, I kind of knew it was going to be tricky, but just mentally, I was not ready. When I did um, Ontario, flew into like New Mexico, that was an entire day of debacle travel and then next day drove to odessa next day drove to austin that that little run right there kind of beat me up and i I do not envy people that are on these uh extravagant tours man i mean tour buses are way more comfortable i'm sure than you know road trips but uh that's what i think of all the time i saw um there's this video that i've been seeing on my feed or my like explore feed it's of uh bert pulling up to some venue and somebody was shooting an ad for a totally separate thing, right? And the guy was flying a drone 
And Bert happened to be walking into the venue when the drone was going through the building, the, whatever theater he was doing. So then he found where they were filming from in the room and asked the guy to shoot the intro for his tour or whatever. And you see the, the bus and all that. But that's why I brought it up because, you know, he's constantly on that, those bus tours. And I, have you ever done it? You've never done a comedy bus tour, have you? No, nah, no. Nah. But hey, he's getting paid big bucks. So I'm sure you could like... You could stop at Whole Foods and get you <laughs> get you some uh what is it? Those greens and yeah, get you on know, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably greens. load load up on some IV, you know, go stop, get a little IV thing going, probably bring a trainer with you. Uh I don't know. I'm sure it still beats you up, but maybe I'm just getting old, bro. Like you just start staying up late or there's like some drinks involved or or whatever. Next thing you know, you're just like wrecked. What did you do for speaking up? What did you do for your birthday? I know you just had a birthday. I traveled. I flew. <laughs> <laughs> so you we haven't we haven't done anything. Okay. I mean, they sang me happy birthday at the show, <clears throat> but and my wife flew out. Um, my wife flew out to Cali. Um, and really to work. Yeah. It was really to work. Uh, I was feeling kind of under the weather myself, so we really just can do a whole bunch. Just kind of like sleep in for once yeah you know order takeout just very basic stuff but yeah i dude i I literally traveled my entire birthday um made it to california because poppy had shows to promote it's like hey i know you want to kick it with your family and shit on your birthday but um you're canceled sir and you ain't settling out so you need to hop on that plane well, man, uh, I've been I've been excited to catch up with you about just what's everything that's going on and how do you approach the things that are going on in the news and in the world while you're on tour or like while you're traveling so much? Like, do you try to not just keep up with it, but do you does it get brought up in these different cities that you visit, or does it kind of like go under the radar? Um, I mean, like Trump's mugshot, obviously yeah, that's like a, a, that's like a big deal. Um, because both sides were like celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like couldn't wait to rock a shirt with his mug on it. Um, I, I'll, I'll hop on like social media and just kind of like, cause sometimes you just got to kill time and you don't feel, you just want to procrastinate. Right. You yeah. know, you got probably paperwork and you brought mail in your backpack. You should probably <laughs> sit down and open up all your mail. Um, but no, instead you go look at like, Oh, look, Charlemagne the God. Oh wow. Breakfast club. They're saying a thing. Or, um, oh, what an earthquake post. What a Willie D post. Like, people just like, see, white privilege. That's why he got out on Bond. And it's like, wow, it, it literally is two movies on the same screen. Yeah. Like, a lot, of, a lot of folks that are, I guess, just vote blue no matter who or just, you know, in a news bubble and, and can't possibly fathom entertaining the idea that somehow things are being politicized and it's a witch hunt against uh, the orange one. It, it just is trippy to see like, like, man, I wish I could just tell you like, Hey, like this is a huge red flag and a warning. Like, like you try to tell people this is literally third world country stuff like Latin America or whatever these little countries be doing when they like, Oh, okay. That's my political rival. Cool. Watch, watch what I'm going to do. I'm going to use lawfare and I'm going to do a, you know, I'll, I'll do it behind the guise of corruption. You know, I'm, I'm knocking out corruption. It's like, no, bro, that's literally your rival. Who's going to be running against you. Who is like 
kicking ass and like half the country loves and it's like no 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 brazil just needs a corruption cleanse you know or whatever these little like eastern european or like i don't know maybe putin that's some shit putin probably has done i know um i think xi jinping he liked to be about his power like that and i know we're on zoom so please forgive me on uh, what i'm saying <laughs> the technology overlords please forgive yeah. us we're speaking truths yeah um so speaking of the mugshot and everything well i guess before we get to the mugshot before that had happened uh it was the um rnc debates did you catch highlights of that or did you watch any of it i just saw the highlights of like um you know desantis doing awkward stuff um i guess what's her name nikki haley being all about how you know she's a woman and israel uh vivek getting a lot of shine because you know he gave sharp answers uh mike pence is an idiot chris christie's dumb that's like the summary i that was assigned to me yeah yeah pretty much right (laughs) even if you just watch the highlights you can kind of get all that anyway so i guess here's a question for you because ever since and we talked about Vivek early on when he first started catching steam, and we were kind of like, yeah, no, this guy's kind of really coming out there, getting some shine, he's getting attention. And then, you know, two, three months have gone by, and now all of a sudden people are like industry plant almost kind of thing, right? Like yeah. that he's, you know what I mean? Yeah, pharmaceutical, like shady pharma, you know, pharmaceutical past. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, George Soros connections. So what is your take on that as far as like, you know, the biotech company? And I had to go do some digging too, because the more people would talk about these things, you're like, okay, well, let me just go see what I can find real quick. Am I going to spend days investigating this guy's past? But he did have that company that wasn't profitable, that had a spike in, in, you know, uh, share like a shike a share spike took a bunch of money from that you know and then made this his millions essentially his first whatever it was 10 15 million i don't remember if it was that much and then now he's like you know i'm a self-made millionaire and i'm this that and the other and truth was it like it wasn't a profitable company and he really wasn't doing all that great allegedly just based off what i read but i wanted to see if you knew anything about that or had any thoughts on that um like uh, juan juan perez was like man I, i really like vivek and I'm pretty sure somebody somewhere has like a list of reasons as to like why it might not be a good idea. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be seeing a lot of that. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I'm like on the Twitter feed, man. It, it's it's an interesting um, exercise or experiment on how even narratives and hit pieces can be created on the right. Like it's not just the left that has influencers being paid. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, man, like the DeSantis thing seemed really good. A lot of people still really, really like DeSantis. But obviously, all the little hit pieces against him are pretty influential uh, in terms of, like, them just pointing things out, you know? Like, oh, he seems really great at XYZ. But in reality, and same thing with Trump. There, There's, like, a bunch of people that are, they might be paid DeSantis people or they just might be never Trumpers or or whatever, right? <clears throat> Where it's like, you know, this guy, you know, Trump, he, you know, he's just a pharmaceutical rep. Like, you know, he, um, you know, he says he didn't want to lock us down, but he still locked us down. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a different, it's just a different, it's like same, you know, same tyranny, same letdown, but under a different guise or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, how much of that was just deep state people that... He couldn't fire, you know what I mean? But then it, it's just it was just so crazy to see like like Trump 
type influencers and then people who were like were like i'm just you know i'm just tired of trump's rhetoric or whatever right and then like desantis pro desantis people we just need a man like ron who's gonna save the day and then you got the the anti-desantis people that are like like man he really didn't do like oh he he stood up to disney really oh okay that's what you're basing all this off of but at the end of the day man like who's gonna be the uh the nominee mm-hmm. like you know what i mean who's gonna make it past the primary how much is all this lawfare and rico type stuff how much is it gonna help trump how much is it gonna hurt trump like like what loopholes will they look for next what's the next indictment gonna be about can you look at the kind of the, the scope of things right now and say i think there's an uptick and i, I kind of say this because i did see a poll this morning that you know when it comes to the black vote like uh, they were doing the 2020 versus now, and if the election was to be held today, I think there was like a 15 plus percent uh, increase for Trump versus, which was crazy to see on the screen. It was like, I think it was 90 percent of the black vote went to Biden, and I don't remember where exactly they calculated. Uh, I don't know if it was like countrywide, or nationwide, or if it was like in certain counties or what it was broken down mm-hmm. by. But now it was like 60 something, and then Trump had this huge uptick. So. And then also they went through that neighborhood, right? They went through some hood in Atlanta, I believe, and he had all these people out there, and they were like rooting for Trump. Essentially, what are you? What's yeah. your take on on the landscape of things with all that happening? You know, they were going to take a different route, and Trump's like, "Make a left right here, player. <laughs> slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down." down. <laughs> slow down. That's exactly yeah. what he was saying. Let my window down. Let my window down. Let me holler at my people. Let me chunk the dudes. <laughs> Chunk the deuce from the moon roof. I freed Kodak. I freed Kodak. Yeah. Deuce out the roof. Look at <laughs> look at my African American over there. Look at my African American over there. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, it's so tricky, bro. Because when you try to base it off of like social media and things that you see, it's like, well, of course, you know, you follow pages like me. It's gonna be like Shaney Rich the street polar yeah. that's like happens to find all these black dudes and black chicks that are like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm pro Trump, you know, or, or I voted for him already once, or I'm a vote for him again, or it's going to be my first time voting for him. So it's like, well, you know, you're wearing the truth social hat while you're asking him these questions. Like, you know what I mean? How many of these people did you know? So it sure does seem like it, like, people like the street cred aspect or they kind of start to see like, Oh, they're just really trying to take him off the political chessboard. Yeah. Right. Cause that's, those are the two main, <clears throat> the two main narratives, man. And um, it's interesting because this kind of off subject, but like the, uh, the podcast that I was a guest on while in California, obviously on, on American Cholo's podcast, like they get pretty political. I mean, they, they address these topics pretty much like, direct so it was no surprise that like we were having to talk about this stuff you know what i mean and i have to be mindful Mm -hmm. of everybody listening that isn't a member of the thea like Mm -hmm. they're not on the discord they're not they don't know what rpt is like they don't they haven't been following some of this stuff so i i gotta be mindful and have to like oh i did i think i told you my man some lady called me uh racist no yeah flick me off call me uh you racist f u c you know the rest. Where? <laughs> in Odessa, um, we were doing the comedy and 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 music show where it's, it's me, Mario, and Raymond. 
going on before Chris Betta's band. So I went on, I finished my part. Raymond goes up. <clears throat> I kind of come out to mingle in the crowd and stuff. And I was a little understaffed. Like I didn't have like my people helping me, you know, back me up. So yeah, I cussed her out. Like who <laughs> did nobody stop me from cussing her out? Like Rob wasn't there. Marisol <laughs> wasn't there. Juan Perez wasn't there to be like, yo, yo, whoa, ho, 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 hold on. Let's just, let's just have security get her kicked out yeah. <laughs> or something. But no, no one said that. No one suggested that. Um, so, Hey, you know, it's my fault because I chose to do that. But, <clears throat> but anyway, I did these podcasts on the West Coast and like somehow, some way, sometimes, even if it wasn't a political podcast, like it, I forget how it would come up. It might've been me bringing the shit up. You know, I, oh, I think the way it happened on Rhodium was they were talking about um that Mexican singer from Washington who went to Mexico, didn't have no media training. And basically um, they basically proceeded to tell Mexican journalists that Mexican food was mid and that they prefer chicken nuggets. <laughs> right. And um, so we we're talking about how they tried to cancel that girl and her brothers, the band. Uh-huh. And, and, and I think that's how I kind of got on the subject of like, yo, she's like a teenage girl and pro- they're, they're making her go through the struggle session <clears throat> she might not be built for this. Like to be when you're getting attacked from all angles, she might not know how to comprehend like, you know, what a hit piece is, fake news, uh, persuasion, uh, group think, uh, just the 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 nature of social media. She's like a kid, and it's almost as if, you know, it's almost like the entire school is bullying her. That's probably what it felt like. But it was like just the internet, mm-hmm. like the weight, the weight of Rasa on the internet, and how Rasa loves to have these um, sacred cows of you are not allowed to say anything bad about Mexican food. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> like Jesus, bro, relax. Um, but sorry, dude, you you asked me like, I think you asked me how do I keep up with the shit on the road? Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny when you see it click. You're like, wait a minute. I was asking. I was answering a question. No, but hey, real quick, since you mentioned struggle session, uh, did you see the Carlos Santana story that was going around here recently about a, at a show where he was talking about you know a man's a man, a woman's a woman kind of thing? And, and then, then the he apologized, right? Yeah, and the next day he he put an apology out there, which allegedly he may or may not have, or some representative may have done it for him, but. I saw the video of him on stage, and it was very like it wasn't anti-trans, it wasn't anti-anything. It was like, look, this is this, that is that. When you get older, do your thing. I don't care what you do when you get older. Almost like saying like, leave the kids alone without actually saying the sentence, leave the kids alone. And uh, yeah, man, it was, it was that was a bummer. Like it, he said, it's just an honest statement. And then the headline, I don't know if it was Rolling Stone, whoever it was, the headline read that like, you know, it uh, even though it happened a couple of months ago, the video has resurfaced and uh, has outraged people on the internet. And when I read stuff like that, I'm like, did it? What did it outrage? Six people somewhere that nobody cares about. I mean, the news is so damn fake, so fake that they had to go make it. They had to go make it resurface. <laughs> <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's trippy bro like it's so fascinating to see how these uh revolutions happened in the past like cultural revolutions marxist revolutions of like it fits the perfect template of let's weaponize this minority group let's tell them that they're being uh, genocided and they don't have rights and they're being oppressed and find a way to just divide people and just keep pulling at that thread mm-hmm. that just makes 
your society just crumble to pieces as you brainwash a generation. You know what I mean? Like it just fits perfect with history repeating itself. <clears throat> and um, I guess like from Santana's perspective, like I don't know how hardcore he is, like Mr. I'm not apologizing for shit, but even though he's probably worth a hundred million bucks, you know, it, it's unfortunate that artists and public figure, figures get put in these situations where, where you're having to factor in how everything has been politicized. Like everything is political. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, wait, what was it? Oh, I know what it was. <clears throat> I think it was a Mike, a Mike Cernovich uh, tweet where he basically was saying how like, it just no longer makes sense to use the argument of like, I'm just going to stay out of things because, you know, you know, sports, religion and politics is just a messy thing. And it really, really is like that's why those interviews like I approach them from the aspect of like. Of course, sure, I'm trying to be persuasive, but at the same time, it's like. It, I'm totally fine with you having your TDS and you like watching MSNBC all day or being closed minded Rasa and feeling like you're a victim. That's that. Hey, it's a free country. <laughs> it's a free country. You could believe what you want, but, but you know, like the name callers, like I mentioned earlier, like you literally have no, no evidence. And they, um, these like name caller type people, they try to use like this asymmetrical warfare where they could just lob an insult of a grenade, basically put a jacket on you. Then now you have to, no, I'm not. You got to like prove and take off this jacket. Um, but again, you know, I managed to go off subject, sir. No, it was like, it's interesting because when you go on these interviews, yeah. like you are very mindful about that kind of stuff. Like you're able to, as I've just kind of watched them in the past, when you go on tour and you do a show or, or whatever it comes up and somebody asks you something, you're very, t I don't know if you do it consciously or subconsciously, but you, you answer the questions and you are still simultaneously mindful that you're not just kind of leap over the line and completely, you know, I don't know if offend is the right word, but just... Mm -hmm. You know, like you, you almost can't give them too much than they can handle. Already, most answers that you give them are going to go over people's head. Why? Because they're not paying attention to this kind of stuff. But they read a headline, they're headline readers, and they thought, let me ask Shingo about this just to see what he's going to say, just to see how crazy he's going to get about his answer. But you knowing, and most people that listen to this show probably know that we know 80, 90% more about most of these subjects because we just have more interest in it. I don't know. We spent more time reading about it, listening about it. Yeah, yeah, we have like different um uh, sources. Yeah. Um and of course like you just said like the amount of energy of just trying to figure out what all the arguments are and what makes sense. And all the all the rasa that's still hardcore like nah homie the democrats are for the people, bro. Like I wonder if it would blow their mind or what they would say if you were to just sit one of them down and be like all right, bro, check this out. You check out this gender ideology and how weird it is and mm -hmm. how many genders they're saying and these things that they're trying to do, what they're trying to like, you know, put in the school books, like whatever, whatever. If you like show them that and be like, all right, and it's the team you keep rooting for. Like, and, and again, the unfortunate thing is that the Republicans suck like crazy. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot of, they're spineless. Y'all could have been impeached somebody. Yeah. Anybody. You know what I mean? Like, uh, half of y'all, first of all, you got all these little, the goofies up there, uh, when they had their debate, it's like, 
80 percent of y'all don't even got no business being up here no and y'all wouldn't dare say that there were some shenanigans in the last election and that there's gonna be again and y'all like they're literally um arresting the forerunner you know the front runner the forerunner the, the front forerunner. runner uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. el toyota um <laughs> Like they're they're literally arresting this dude, and y'all up here talking about I don't know what. So, do you remember? You know that, that, huh? Do you remember a, a long time ago? Uh, this is probably pre twenty sixteen, where Chuck Schumer was on with uh, Rachel Maddow, and he's talking. You know, they're talking about Trump. I think he he hadn't been elected yet, or he had been elected, but he wasn't in office yet. And uh, she says something about the intelligence agencies, and Chuck Schumer with this kind of like smile says. Well, you, if you want to go head to head with the intelligence agencies, they have, you know, they have, you know, all these ways to get back at you. You know, 10 ways from Sunday, I think it was, is the name of the video. And that hasn't gotten that, that of all things that have resurfaced in the past have not resurfaced enough times for people to just kind of remember constantly that they said this out loud. That they know that this is exactly what they've planned to do from the beginning, from 2016, 2015 to now. And yeah, like that is as blatant as like, let's put it this way. If you just look at what's happened over the last month, just the last 30 days to the front runner of the Republican Party, and you go back five years, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Like, they've been trying to do this since day one. It's so obvious. Well, it's obvious to us. You know what I mean? So, like I was saying, like, if you actually broke down to a layman, normie, I'll just use Rasa as an example, right? I'm generalizing because not all Rasa thinks alike. Yeah. But your typical NPC all up in the chat comments calling Chingo Bling a sellout. It's like, all right, bro, these people, they're the ones talking about birthing persons and bonus holes. You know, they're they're, they're the ones that think grown biological men could be all up in the girls' uh, locker room. You know what I mean? Like, I think just I, just saw, uh-huh. I think I just saw Supreme Court, uh, I forgot what state, they, they're going to allow a biological male into a sorority. <laughs> ridiculous bro so like dumb. i don't know how, i don't know how that's gonna pan out but um but like if you broke that down to people they'd probably be like yeah well republicans want to take away a woman's right to choose and right you know they're they're a right-wing christian you know or the worst thing the worst thing is where people just throw out random blanket terms and don't really know how to process or you know what i mean like yeah like no evidence, just like you know, fascist, fascist Nazi, uh, Hitler, something or other. Because you're fascist, you know, yada yada. There was they're like, mm-hmm. go ahead, go ahead. No, nah, just like the just last examples, like when people are like, well, huh, yeah, that's because Trump's racist and you know Republicans are anti-black, and it's like, okay, what's an example of him being racist? It's like. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, uh, I got to go and I don't really have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> there's this there's this picture that uh, Jackie from HTX Kid First posted of the uh, teacher that's got the band, the fascist, save the books shirt on. Did you see this by chance? So I think she was a, let me see, this English teacher from Tompkins High School. So that's Katie, Katie ISD, uh, is not in favor or is not in favor of the gender policy and has asked for an army to attend. This was last night to attend tonight and support this. She believes gender quote, gender identification should be kept from the parents. What? What? what like, <clears throat> hold on. <clears throat> Where do they get off on? Like, why are these teachers 
doing stuff and saying stuff that's so anti-parent. Like, I guess they truly believe that. I mean, it, it just be looking like grooming and Marxism. And there's like a lot of reasons I could think of. Like, bitch, you're just a fucking activist yeah. with an agenda. And you, you're trying to be these kids' friend and give them their safe space. And, um, and it's like, why can't y'all see how anti-parent this is? It's like, no, 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 we're, we're meeting the children where they are. And, you know, um, want to make sure that they're safe. Almost like they just, they just always lean on the side of the parents are not good for the kids. And we have to save these kids from their parents so they could be their true authentic selves. And it's like, y'all are the ones confusing the kids mixing up their brain with all this queer theory bullshit <clears throat> that y'all made up in some academia. Uh, okay. Is that her right there? Yeah. With her U of H banners in the background. Ban the fascists, save the books. You talking about these books that, that my wife just read on her lounge podcast. Let's talk about it. I mean, it. dude, I mean, perverted ass book she was telling we, we just had lunch real quick and she was telling me some of the stuff that um oh my god <laughs> <laughs> what it's like never go ass to vulva <laughs> but ger but germs can really screw up a vulva <sighs> anyway are those um, the ones that are in libraries or? Uh, yeah, they're like uh, accessible to middle schools, even though it's supposed to be like a teen nice. thing. Uh, they're talking about dental dams and um, uh, masturbation um, w w in detail. <clears throat> like how and, you know, all these different. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is very detailed. <laughs> I turned a page and you can't even show this on Zoom, bro. Yikes. Look at this. Whack it against your palm or give it some gentle bending pressure. Tug or squeeze on your balls. <laughs> if you have a foreskin, play with it. <laughs> oh bro, this is very graphic. Uh, look at this. One. Apply broad pressure to the outside of the entrance. Yeah, uh, this is the uh, this is the public episode. This supposed to be like, <clears throat> dude, I don't know, man. Um, well, on the other side of books, you have uh, I saw Myra Flores posted. You know, on that, that's all about kids and the sexuality thing. And then she posted this video of uh, was it? Ch I think it was Chiapas, Chiapas, uh, Mexico, where they were burning books that they deemed uh, taught uh, communism and homosexuality and other kind of like inappropriate things for kids. And they were. Did you see this video by chance? No. Here, I'll, I'll play it for you. It's just a quick little clip. And um, they, I'll read it to you here. They thought that because some of the books wouldn't burn, that there was, there was, it was the devil in the books because the books weren't burning in the pile. <laughs> wow. On, let, me, let me cue it up for you. Boom. I 
Yo, Chapas is based. Yeah, so it says the community of the indigenous, uh, whatever the Chiapas tribe, or whatever word is, I can't pronounce it here, uh, where the books were burned, primarily evangelical Christian families said the books teach communism and homosexuality to the youth. The textbooks did not burn well, which led some protesters to accuse them of being from the devil. <laughs> well, I don't know about that part. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> but, but in essence, yes, yes, it is, because, I mean... I mean, they're just trying to uh, inch away at 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 uh, sexualizing things, sexualizing kids, normalizing certain things, um, trying to circumvent what the pa- how the parents want to guide and educate their kids. Um, and obviously, man, like like for example, another example of teachers doing questionable stuff is there was a I think it was, might have been lives a TikTok. <clears throat> it was like a gender fluid type of uh, teacher. I couldn't, re- I think it, it might've been a she, but she kind of had like the boy type of cut. And um, obviously the room had all the symbolism, iconography of these um, ideological movements, right? Trying to make their kids baby Antifa, social justice warriors, right? So, in the classroom uh she has like couches or she he whatever there's uh couches a dim lighting like replaced the type of lighting and then has many many books that um you know we can share so it's like almost like a little like cozy study hall type of vibe and it's like hey man Cut these lights on. Why y'all getting comfy on the couch? And what's in what books? Okay, you 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 bragging about your book collection. Let me find out. You got. Let's talk about it in your book collection. So, it, it, it I don't know, man. Like I think most teachers. I'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt. Most teachers just want to teach. Yeah. And not groom. They want to just mind their business, educate these bad kids uh, with not all the resources that they probably need. And then go home and try to have a life and get and get ready to do it the next day. <clears throat> Unfortunately, maybe that profession, because it is around kids so much or for whatever reason, it tends to attract sometimes these type of like fresh out of college, young. Uh, they already got some of these type of uh, activist agenda <clears throat> type of ideology. And. You're you're literally taking a gamble, like sending your kids to some of these schools. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a Russian roulette. Yeah, I've, uh, I've we've become a lot like really involved in the kids' school, which has been interesting, and it's kind of been like a, just a refreshing to see like the how many parents are like involved and they want to make sure that it's just school and it's education and it's nothing else. And as long as it's that, like everybody's cool. The parents are cool. The kids enjoy what they're you know being taught, and the teachers are you know, also enjoying what they're doing. And then you go to other places, or at least you just kind of observe what's going on. Especially like, dude, when you think of KDISD, you think of anywhere outside of the burbs of Houston, like you really don't think that this is going to, you know, present itself. But next thing you know, it's literally everywhere. Oh, so so there were some things, right? The KDISD? Yeah, yeah. That was one of them, right? So that was the that, that teacher. The teacher. And then you had this, uh, there was a fifth grade survey. Did you see this picture of a fifth grade survey where on it here i'll just show it to you it asks like what your pronoun what the kids pronouns are and who they want you to use them with so they had circled them here like 
my pronouns are and then circle them like he him his she her hers they them and then use my my pronouns with family peers school admin nobody right uh just creepy just like a what a useless question. what question man who who's who um issued this student survey the, the teacher i believe it says uh morgan calhoun trustee for kdist shows her store shows in her stories what an idiot oh it's right here it's calhoun for kdisd Shows in her Instagram stories proof that the elementary school uh, in the district is asking about pronouns. This is what they are voting about tonight. Oh, okay. This was last night again. I wonder how this turned out uh, to remove this. So <clears throat> parents are wanting... Fifth grade. Fifth grade, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you're, I mean, our kids already are up against so much, just the nature of the world. Yeah. And they're literally... Uh, under attack for their, their little minds and parents like the family is under attack parents are having to like try to make ends meet with bidenomics yeah. <clears throat> and at the same time they gotta supervise every little handout and every little detail not to mention a lot of times these these kind of teachers they want they're trying to keep stuff behind parents backs like that's a big uh, argument like in la they're protesting like crazy. The uh, like Armenian parents and uh, like Lexit, uh, Gil, American Cholo, like all these different groups and organizations of parents and concerned citizens. <clears throat> they're having to go uh, make their voices heard. So like, like I said, man, like not even the burbs. Like Katie is known for having one of the better school mm -hmm. districts in in the Houston area. Like Pearland, like people. Uh, mm -hmm. You hear, you know, a lot of these suburban type of school districts compared to HISD, um, which it's it's not all bad, but you're having to do all this crazy research. And when we um, when we dropped off, well, we did the whole meet the teacher thing for uh, Penny's uh, kindergarten. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I, I walk up in there like I'm I'm like trying to see where y'all hiding the flags at. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm walking around like looking for clues. Yeah. Of uh, brainwashing, gender ideology. Uh, what what books is that over there? Well, speaking you know, of flags, too, there was a video this morning going around on everybody's page about the kid with the Gaston flag patch on his backpack. Bro, that yep. teacher or whoever that was, I don't. I think it was a teacher, but it might have been some other administrator. Didn't even know the the whole like what the meaning of the Gaston flag was. Didn't understand that it had no ties to what she was saying was like slavery, I think, or something like that. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, and. Um, I, I can't help but watch this stuff. And it like, I already had a headache from, you know, this cold or whatever, but it gives you even more of a headache when you understand that these people are oblivious to so many things. And they're the ones that are supposed to be teaching your kids. And then all of a sudden they're anti-flag. Yeah, right. It's like, y'all just finished introducing 52 different goddamn flags with different colors and statements and phrases, not knowing that it, a lot of it is just Marxist pseudoscience. <laughs> designed to divide our damn society and now and now y'all attacking flags all yeah. of a sudden all they know is that hey some people on the right be wearing that shit that's all they needed to know that's it that's all they needed to know they don't need to know what does it mean who what when where so since <clears throat> we're talking about you know schools which by the way if you need to get a water you can go grab a water Nah, that's way downstairs bro i already 
chug my water. Okay, all right. Well, we only got like five more minutes on the public episode, but since we're talking about families and the destroying of the families further, right, I had to pull up this, just Google real quick, the amount of mothers back in the workforce, because I saw a couple of uh, videos about it just the other day. And as since, and this is actually from the White House, so since the disruptions of the C-19 pandemic, um, mothers with children under 18, basically just mothers of young children, joining rejoining the workforce after they had left it has uh jumped up to 70 percent as of march 2023 so so what does that do also for the family when the mom's got to go back to work you probably gonna have latchkey kids exactly um your kids spending more time at the daycares yeah and now you really rely on public school because they're gonna watch them for you till three yeah <clears throat> or, um, or six or five or you know however long the extended is yeah um shit i mean it's like moms are gonna have way less time with their kids families are probably gonna have way less dinners together yeah uh but by dynamics you know it's working rob <laughs> you know hey at least he's not racist hey better than the last guy how how many times like i, I that's really what trips me out bro it's like how bad does stuff have to get for you to just kind of like humble yourself and peep game and at least recognize like the orange one wasn't as bad. You know what I mean? Like I, who was it? Was it, Oh, I think it was 97, nine, the box on their Instagram where they were posting a video <clears throat> and you hear the, um, the, the female DJ and she was saying like, uh, you know, why, why did Trump get bond and a uh, young thug didn't, and you know, da, 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 da. like basically, like it just sounded very anti-Trump. And I'm just like, man, would it kill y'all to just get with the culture? And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. y'all are so dated right now with the culture because a lot of people rock with this dude. Like, dude, uh, there's a there's a rapper named Benny the Butcher from New York State, and uh he raps really, really good. You could just like nerd out and just get on YouTube and look at like a compilation of his freestyles when he's on radio stations. And it's like, even he was like, no, I'm going to vote for Trump. Like, y'all bullshit. You know, a whole bunch of people. Um, but unfortunately, you know, the Charlemagnes and, yeah, you know, e even the ones that are like, well, I don't like Joe either. It's like, okay, cool. Neither do I. But like, what are you basing the, the, the like your hate, your hatred for Trump? What are you, what are you basing it on now? Exactly. Like, how bad does this regime have to do it for y'all to start really paying attention? Yeah, I would say, you know, at, at this point, now that we're going into 2024, like we're, we're entering fall 23, things have really ramped up. If you could just tell them, anybody on the left or anybody that's like super vote blue no matter who, that still don't really like what's going on, but they'd rather vote for this guy, just put this on the table and say, look, we've had four years of Trump, which really was like three and a half, three years because of all of the, you know, craziness. And then you had what I, I can't believe we're going to say is four years of Joe Breezy. I can't believe that he's made it, you know, he's going to make it all the way through and then run again, supposedly. Let's compare and contrast just those two administrations. And then let's go, let's swing it back over to Trump, to Trumpy, you know, and, and to the orange man, see how bad he really was. And then if Joe wants to run again when he's 100, you know, he can run again for another four. Like, let's just compare and let's A-B test everything. The, the culture will test, you know, the uh, economy, everything. Yeah, but people are basing their opinions on like weird headlines of like, 
well, let's not forget. You know what I mean? Like, let's not forget in 1983 or whatever. It's like Trump put out an article saying that he wanted the the Central Park Five to yeah. be prosecuted. And the the then, you know, the since then exonerated, falsely accused, yada, yada, yada. I mean, he's obviously a white supremacist, Chingo. You know what I mean? It's like, and or they were raping somebody was raping somebody in the park <laughs> and 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 people in new york were getting fed up and somebody had to put an ad out and spend some of that money and say we tired of y'all acting a fool in central park and back the police you know what i mean that i think that's really what the ad was about was like crime is too high we need law and order we got to start backing the police and being tough on crime but people just took it as he doesn't like black people. Hey, so since we're wrapping up talking about this uh, KDISD stuff, I went back to the, the ATX Kids First uh, Instagram and they had posted this uh, screenshot from somebody's phone where it was like breaking news. It's Channel 2, Houston. KDISD board votes to accept transgender students' pronouns. And then somebody in the comments said, Except, quote, is a twist. They accepted the policy that accepts the kids' wishes, but t they will still tell the parents. So it's half true. The media loves to spin half truths. So I had to look it up, and I don't, I mean, I'm just reading the headline again. We're being headline readers here. But KDISD Board of Trustee votes to accept new policy for how district will address transgender students. So basically, you, we can use your pronouns, but we're also going to tell your parents. I think that's more so what it is, yeah. Mm. Man, my heart, my heart goes out to the parents who, yeah. I mean, because there's, I think there's two different types, or maybe three. So, <clears throat> one type of them parents are the ones that are like encouraging some in alcahuetes, you know what I mean? Like, yep. Like, um, they're the ones really got a mental health issue, and they they trying to get these little bitty kids to go along with their charade. And then you got the ones that are like. Well, unfortunately, the doctor said, you know, either you're going to have a daughter or a dead little boy, you know, right. these fake suicide facts. And then you got the other parents that just shut it down and and aren't going to play that game. You know what I mean? But either way, in all three of those situations, it's like, it's very unfortunate y'all even having to deal with that. Yeah, it's a, it's a quick little write-up on the website, but it's, you know, the, the board of trustees, which whoever these people are, I don't even know what these people's qualifications are to be on a board of trustees for a school district, but they're, you know, they're, they have disagreements. It was a 4-3 vote split, and they're talking about each other to, to Channel 2 News about how, well, Morgan Calhoun said Fox, which I guess was another person, did nothing for years, being presented with evidence over evidence, and you did nothing, so now it's our turn. I don't know, I guess they must have had uproars about a couple of students that wanted this change and now it's like a whole district-wide thing i don't know <clears throat> damn that cabron man yeah that's wild man that's super cra crazy and, and you know the funny thing is like i'm pretty sure the amish don't have any of these issues i mean there's probably people in other countries that are like what are you talking about you know what i mean it like for whatever reason they're just trying to like use it to destroy the West or or something because it's only certain countries that are all of a sudden are having these. It's an epidemic. Oh, we have no idea why. Oh, we have we don't even know why. It's just so common. And it's like, well, because you pulling your pom poms out just because Jenny might want to be Jimmy. You know what <laughs> I mean? And um, all the society and all the, the companies and 
the the symbolism and the parades and the encouragement of the you're so brave and I'm I'm I, since since a lot of these families like don't really give the kids anything of substance to identify with or have as part of their I guess identity the world is going to find a way to provide that so if yeah. you just have your kids being a little empty vessel of nothing to really stand behind somebody's going to assign it to them and they're gonna be like oh i think this is my thing because it just makes me feel good you know everyone's <laughs> encouraging me and it's like i'm so brave <laughs> just makes me feel good yeah so dope you know i'm special now i'm special it's like i accomplished something when i really didn't you know i stand out you know i feel like i i have like a group like my identity i'm part of this group now like and people feel bad for me because I'm a victim, right? Because they're trying to genocide us <laughs> and I don't have rights. It's like, Jenny, you had all the rights up until yesterday. Right, right. And what's crazy about all the social stuff for me is that like I've used to not, for a long time, I didn't get any um, YouTube recommendations for Breakfast Club stuff. I just, it was out of my feet, out of my algorithm. All of a sudden, and I didn't, I wasn't watching Vivek or anything on YouTube. I'd watch his clips on Instagram. And then all of a sudden, I would get these uh, Breakfast Club clips of him or of, of them in general and then more with... Because uh, like Larry Elder was on recently and, and then Vivek, right? And I don't know who this person is that they have that zooms in. Some lady that is just super, super ignorant who had who just, you know, stands on the fact that she was in the... I think the Navy or something like that. Or not Navy, but whatever it was. She was in the military. And talks, you know, really fast in a very condescending way to just sound smarter. And she sounds like an idiot, man. And it's it's so frustrating. And the, But the comments, but then you go into the comments and they're like, most of them are like, she sounds really ignorant. She doesn't sound like she knows what she's talking about. So that's yeah, promising. I, like, uh, I think that's promising. Yeah, for sure. And, I, and we'll just end it with this. Uh, I think when Larry Elder was a guest on there, um, they were talking about some type of injustice, like systemic and how, you know, the white man this and the white man that. And somehow, some way, um, I think Larry Elder brought up an example of a city where you had all these bad things happening to black people. He's like, and the chief of police is black, and this person's black, and the mayor, and the, the entire city council, and this, and they're all black, and it's one of the worst people for black people, one of the worst places for black people, or something. They're like, yeah, but the system <laughs> yeah. is systemically set up by white people, and just because <laughs> you got a black chief police, and a black mayor, and a black judge, and a black DA, and a black this, those are just positions but they don't truly hold any power it's like so they don't have the power to be corrupt or take bribes or abuse their power or or be negligent or you know what i mean like yeah he broke down the welfare state really well too and that's why she, he was like you know Lyndon b johnson this that and the other and she's like but but who actually you know ran that administration right well were they right and he was like well yeah they were white but still he's not not yeah but they were white right it's like what you could tell he just wanted to be like what are you talking about you gotta pray for the ignorant man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this was the public episode. If you want a deeper dive, man, if you want to get that more intimate, exclusive episode where we could really let loose, you already know, man. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales and uh love meeting members of the Thea out on the road. My next stop is San Diego, September 1st and 2nd. I believe that's Labor Day weekend, big dime. Yeah, it is, man. That's correct. Wait, September 1st, you said? Yeah, September 1st oh, and 2nd. this Friday. What's up? Okay. Damn, you're back on the road again. Back to California, bro. Damn. Yep. 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much. And uh, members of the Thea, we'll holler at you tomorrow. Peace. Adios.